Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. everyone. Welcome to Success Stories in Private Practice. This is one of your hosts, Kelly Higdon. Thanks for joining us today. I am looking forward to diving in with Pamela Moore-Jones. She is a licensed clinical social worker and owner of Art of Therapy Counseling Consulting Services, and she does telehealth in California and Nevada. She really has a beautiful way of working with People who have experienced a lot of trauma, anxiety, and depression, and really working with people who are always helping everybody else, but really need to start taking care of themselves. So we're going to explore her journey in practice, and we hope that you are inspired. Welcome, Pam. Thank you, Kelly. I'm excited to be here. How long have you been in practice? I've been in private practice for 12 years. Yes. Why Why private practice? There's many things you could be doing. Why this? Well, I kind of had the opportunity to start off um, knowing that I wanted to counsel youth. Mm. And so my journey was to do every job in human and social services until I found what really worked for me. Mm-hmm. And I think back, if I had been a counselor um, doing the things I do back then, I probably wouldn't have the experience, the understanding, and the compassion that I kind of got along the way working in group homes, working in homeless shelters, working with hospice. Mm -hmm. And so finally, with all that experience, I thought, maybe I can share this in a different way. Mm-hmm. to kind of lead how I work with people on their own journey. Mm-hmm. And so Can as you I- talk? Oh, go ahead. As I became more mindful, then my goals to return to private practice with some skills, knowledge, and experience became like a burning desire. Mm. Yeah. What, what do you think is- unique about you and the way you do private practice? Um, I think what's unique is I come from an artistic point of view. Mm-hmm. And so I see the world eclectically. And so I'm able to kind of meet people where they're at. I don't have a defined idea of how therapy has to go for a specific person. I know it's going to be challenging. But yet, too, what is that person's skills and ability and what do they bring and support that? Mm -hmm. I think that is something I notice, like whenever I talk with you. Of how you see people in the world, it's this really beautiful, curious approach and is never. I mean, there's a lot of humility there, um, but it's never been about. Like when we've talked about your work in the past, it's never been about, oh, I have this certification and I use these techniques or any of that kind of stuff. 
Yes. Yeah. And I think the reason why I probably do that is a lot of the clients I meet, we start building a trust initially. And so I want to be as transparent and authentic as I can be. And I don't talk that way at home, Mm -hmm. that way in social settings. And so when I'm meeting people where they're at, I'm also aware of what their needs are and how they communicate best. Mm -hmm. What has it been like for you to show up as yourself in your business? Where has that been a challenge or where have you found ease with it even? I mean, your story, your way of being, how does that show up for you? Well, initially it showed up where um, I was willing to do everything for everybody mm-hmm. and every position and, you know, manage everything. And so that's how I sh- kind of showed up as being dependable in every way. And so now as my practice has matured and I've matured, I think that I've learned to be the wind beneath the wings. I think that I come from a more um, perspective of honor. That's been a word that's kind of... come to my attention this week that I honor my clients and I honor myself. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, my clients are impacted. What does it look like to honor yourself in your business? Oh, the, well, I'm getting excited because (laughs) one of the biggest things was um, joining the TAP program. Mm Mm-hmm. For people that are listening, they don't know what that is, but it's one of our coaching programs Yes, um, where there's accountability coaching um, for people who have been through business school, but who want to continue to get support. Yes. Initially, when I was doing everything in my business, eventually my business took off and I was working really hard. But I noticed the only time I really communicated with others was at a conference or when I would see someone for a short training. And so I was very isolated. And so I think what happened was I found Zinni Me mm-hmm. and Zinni Me found me. And it gave me um, information, support, encouragement, and a team of people to kind of help me in the ways that I knew I needed help, but never asked. Hmm. So I think that's the ease in my business is getting support, getting Hmm. education, information. And it's not in the way that um, Zinni me or anyone else wants to give it to me. It's available for me to honor myself and take the information and use it in the ways and in the time that works for me. Right. I think that's something that's maybe a more mature approach of, I think when we start our practices, we have this timeline, this expectation, this drive, this initial, I'm going to get going and we run towards some sort of finish line. But there's something about honoring 
um, your own timeline and really being more in tune to your body, your energy, your circumstance, all of those kinds of things and understanding that it's unique to you and being okay with it. I'm going to agree. And for the first 12 years of my business, Mm -hmm. I did that. I ran, I, I had all these ideas and I didn't have a moment to breathe. Hmm. I walked around with my business in my heart and on my shoulders. And now I am walking around with a five-year plan. I don't have to rush. I don't have to think about it all day, every day. Mm -hmm. I have time set up that I can do the things I need to do. And I know it's going to get done instead of carrying all these things around in my mind and working for the first 12 years, just like a maniac. Why do you think you did that? Like what informed that? Is it capitalism? Is it systems? Is it, what is it for you? That Yeah, for me, it was the wanting to help others. Mm. It was um, not recognizing the more I honor myself, the better I could help others. Mm. I wanted to you know, um, meet everyone who came into my door and be able to, you know, uh, support them on a path to wellness. And, you know, soon into it, I realized I couldn't do that. I can't help everyone and I can't specialize in everything. Mm -hmm. But when do I get the time to step back and review my business to, to figure out where I do want to go. Mm-hmm. And I think I was so busy doing that. And I feel good about what I've done up until now. But I feel amazing to kind of put myself ahead and, you know, make the choice to live with ease and work with ease. Mm-hmm. And I can see it in my clients and how they um are motivated and excited as these changes happen throughout my business that is really something that I don't feel we talk enough about is the clinical impact of your own personal development alongside your business development that actually what you do in your business does make a difference in the clinical work and when you have more ease, how can that not show up in the relationship? I definitely see that. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, when you're so busy, you know that and you kind of look over it because your business, at least mine, is like my baby. It represents me and it re- represents the work that I do. So Um, I think if I took a break in the past, it was because I was overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I think now I take a break because I planned it. I manage my life. I I know that break is coming or I can plan for it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so I really see how having a plan, having processes in place, having support, has really impacted and made a big difference in how I do the work that I do and how I see myself growing in the future. A lot of those dreams and goals I had when I first started, 
other than just seeing clients one-on-one, I'm able to take time to do some of those things. Mm -hmm. How would you define success now in private practice? For me, success is inner peace. Knowing how to find that space mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually to stay in sync in a healthy way for my clients and myself. That's success to me. Because if I do that, everything else is you know, gonna work out. It, it has and it will. So let's say someone's listening to this and says, that's nice inner peace. How do I find that? <laughs> what would you say? I say for everyone, it's different. But for me, what I've learned over at least the last few months that's brought me closer to inner peace is to do self-checks. Something I didn't take time to do before to really evaluate myself mentally in this moment. How am I doing physically? How am I doing? Is my body okay? Emotionally. Mm -hmm. And of course, for me, spiritually. Mm -hmm. And so when those things aren't comfortable, I check and I go, well, what can I do or what area do I need to address? Mm -hmm. But what I've also learned, it's okay to take time for yourself Mm -hmm. to rest, regroup. Mm -hmm. When have you needed to really take that lesson into account? I mean, in 12 years, I'm sure you've had moments where you're like, okay, I need to stop here for a second. When has that come up for you? Um, now that I kind of am able to look at what some of the barriers are, um, you know, just maybe from my past, I think taking a break is something that I still get to work on. I still get to figure out. Mm-hmm. And it can be different. But the thing I do know over this last year prior to coming to Zinni Me, I was happy to be called the queen. I was happy to be called strong. My business was called Resilient One. Mm-hmm. And what I do know now that I didn't know then is there is an edge, there's a place where you can break that I thought I would never, ever reach. And so when I say taking time, yes, now I can take time, but it took forced time. It took a break of me saying, okay, uh, this ain't working and everybody around me saying it's not working and not having a resolution and completely breaking so that I could rebuild. And so um, my journey and my business is rebuilding myself, rebuilding my practice, mm-hmm. and supporting my clients in building their lives and creating the lives that they want. Right. 
I mean, that's the truth about our work with clients is that life is going to pivot and there will always be moments that will break. There will be moments that break you and it's an opportunity to rebuild, to redefine success. So 12 years ago, Pam might've defined success in private practice as being busy. Yes. And being strong, which, you know, is part of that unfortunate view that we have towards, especially black women of like, oh, I admire your strength. Well, okay. (laughs) Well, those brownie points are not necessary anymore. I don't need need to be healthy. Yes. So moving like in 12 years time of having life happen and then having those breaking points allows you to rebuild into a new definition of success. Definitely. And, you know, honestly, sometimes when you start out, I I felt like I should know everything. Hmm. I felt like, oh, I'm doing this. Um, I shouldn't have to ask this. Where can I find it? So I was constantly searching and Hmm. inventing the will and those type of things. And, you know, honestly, I think I could have avoided the breaking point in the way that it happened, if I had it taken care of myself in a different way. Sure. And now I can really say that to my clients, you know, before I didn't realize that I had a breaking point. I thought I could do it all. Mm. And so now um, I work with people to prevent ever getting close mm. to that point. Mm you know, and making sure that we're checking in, not just, you know, how are you today, but really assessing mentally, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. emotionally and spiritually. Another example of how our story can influence the work that we do, right? The gift, the gift and the wound, right? (laughs) Of course, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My hope is that for whoever is listening can really take in that it's a, it's a lifelong process and journey that will not just, you know, provide for you financially or whatever, but it will also give you an opportunity to grow personally. And evolve if you, if you want to, if you let it. Especially, and I think the vulnerability of being able to get help and say, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And to also be able to tell the people that I work with that it's always an opportunity to learn and grow if you want it. Mm-hmm. And so for me to set forth this example in my life and in my work, I'm excited. What are you excited about this next year in your practice? Well, um, I'm excited to probably um, publish a journal, a little uh, journal, a faith-based journal um, where you can do art over the last year. I didn't realize it, but, you know, each week I was writing up um, some prayers and thoughts and devotions and look what happened. (laughs) Probably be doing that. And revamping my website. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, 
you know, more accessible to anyone who wants to reach out. Mm -hmm. And I also think I'll be traveling because I was able to, with Zinni Me, begin to manage my entire business electronically. Mm -hmm. And so anywhere I go, I am accessible. And I think that is great for my clients because they know that I'm dependable, pretty much you know, I'm going to be available within reason as we develop, you know, their treatment plan. So I'm just really excited at the possibilities and to do a little bit more off the couch. I love to <laughs> podcast. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm a talker. <laughs> I think if anyone's listening, they will know you can feel the ease in your voice. But also here, because I can see you on camera, like the way you hold yourself is it's so much more peace. Thanks. And I love to see that. And I'm so happy for you that you have found what feels useful for you. I really have. And it's definitely exciting. And it's exciting to see this reflected in my clients and the work that I do mm -hmm. and just in the community activities I'm involved with. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of work with, you know, just the queer community. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I'm out and about and just the positivity and sharing in the hope. Mm -hmm. So if someone's listening to your story mm -hmm. and they come to you and say, Pam, after yes. 12 years of doing this, what's the biggest lesson you can share? What would that be? Or one of the lessons. No pressure for the biggest. <laughs> okay. Um, I think my biggest lesson has been to trust and honor myself. Mm -hmm. In this work, I know I have the best intentions. I know I'm not going to see clients that I'm not able to help. So if I'm doing and working in my best self, and I believe in that, that's the most important thing. And so I would just say, believe in yourself, trust yourself. Because if you got into this and you're doing the work, you can be amazing. And mm. so I guess that's what I would share. Thank you, Pam, for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And for those of you listening, you know, Pam mentioned getting more support. We have over 15 hours of free training at zinnime.com slash free. We also have our business school and other places where we really do create community to be a place where there's not competition, but instead a sharing of knowledge and encouragement for each other. And I mean, wouldn't you like to be encouraged by Pam? My gosh, she's just like sweet, honey, warm, lovely, and, and really passionate and caring about the work she does. So. We hope to see you next time on the podcast. Thanks for being here, Pam. See you Thanks all later. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable 
profitable solo or group practice, head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.